Hey, 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 friends, and welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to be with you today. It is me, your cheery host, Marcella, and we are jumping in to the book of Acts, chapter 12. I hope that everybody is having a beautiful January of transition into the new year, full of new motivation, fresh inspiration, and hope for all that is coming this year. Let us be encouraged in faith and jump into chapter 12, the book of Acts. Here we go. Beauty lives in me. I know I don't yet know it. So I trust you when you say. Chapter 12. About that time, King Herod Agrippa began to persecute some believers in the church. He had the apostle James, John's brother, killed with a sword. When Herod saw how much this pleased the Jewish people, he also arrested Peter. This took place during the Passover celebration. Then he imprisoned him, placing him under guard of four squads with four soldiers each. Herod intended to bring Peter out for public trial after the Passover. But while Peter was in prison, the church prayed very earnestly for him. The night before Peter was to be placed on trial, he was asleep, fastened with two chains between two soldiers. Others stood guard at the prison gate. Suddenly, there was a bright light in the cell, and an angel of the Lord stood before Peter. The angel struck him on the side to awaken him and said, Quick, get up and the chains fell off his wrists. Then the angel told him, get dressed and put on your sandals. And he did. Now put on your coat and follow me, the angel ordered. So Peter left the cell following the angel, but all the time he thought it was a vision. He didn't realize it was actually happening. They passed the first and second guard posts and came to the iron gate leading to the city. And this opened for them all by itself. So they passed through and started walking down the street. And then the angel suddenly left him. Peter finally came to his senses. It's really true, he said. <gasps> the Lord has sent his angel and saved me from Herod and from what the Jewish leaders had planned to do to me. When he realized this, he went to the home of Mary, the mother of John Mark, where many were gathered for prayer. He knocked at the door in the gate and a servant girl named Rhoda came to open it. When she recognized Peter's voice, she was so overjoyed that instead of opening the door, she ran back inside and told everyone, Peter is standing at the door. You're out of your mind, they said. When she insisted, they decided it must be his angel. Meanwhile, Peter continued knocking. When they finally opened the door and saw him, they were amazed. He motioned for them to quiet down and told them how the Lord had led him out of prison. Tell James and the other brothers what happened, he said. And then he went to another place. At dawn, there was a great commotion among the soldiers about what had happened to Peter. Herod Agrippa ordered a thorough search for him. When he couldn't be found, Herod interrogated the guards and sentenced them to death. 
Afterward, Herod left Judea to stay in Caesarea for a while. Now Herod was very angry with the people of Tyre and Sidon. So they sent a delegation to make peace with him because their cities were dependent upon Herod's country for food. The delegates won the support of Blastus, Herod's personal assistant, and an appointment with Herod was granted. When the day arrived, Herod put on his royal robes, sat on his throne, and made a speech to them. The people gave him a great ovation, shouting, It's the voice of a god, not of a man! Instantly, an angel of the Lord struck Herod with a sickness because he accepted the people's worship instead of giving the glory to God. So he was consumed with worms and died. Meanwhile, the word of God continued to spread, and there were many new believers. When Barnabas and Saul had finished their mission to Jerusalem, they returned, taking John Mark with them. Commentary and Application James in the beginning of this chapter was John's brother. James and John were two of Jesus's original 12 disciples. In Mark 10, we find them asking Jesus for special recognition in his kingdom. And Jesus had said to them that to be a part of his kingdom would mean suffering with him. James and John did indeed suffer. Herod executed James, and later, in Revelation 1-9, John was exiled. Why did God allow James to die and yet miraculously saved Peter? Life is full of difficult questions like this, questions that we cannot possibly answer in this life because we don't see all that God sees. He has chosen to allow evil in the world for a time, but we can trust God's leading because he has promised to destroy all evil. Herod had Peter arrested during the Passover celebration. This was a strategic move. Since more Jews were in the city than usual at the Passover, and Herod could impress more people. Herod's plan undoubtedly was to execute Peter, but the believers were praying for Peter's safety and the earnest prayer of the church significantly affected the outcome. Prayer changes things, so pray often and with confidence. God sent an angel to rescue Peter. Angels are God's messengers. They are divinely created beings with supernatural power and they sometimes take on human appearance in order to talk to people. But angels should not be worshiped because they are not divine. They are God's servants, just as we are. John Mark wrote the Gospel of Mark. His mother's house was large enough to accommodate a meeting of many believers. An upstairs room in this house may have been the location of Jesus' last supper with his disciples in Luke 22. And while the prayers of the group of the believers were answered, when the answer arrived at the door, they didn't believe it. We should be a people of faith who believe that God answers the prayers of those who seek his will. When you pray, believe you'll get an answer. And when the answer comes, be thankful. There is a second James that we hear referred to later in this chapter. And that second James is Jesus' brother who became a leader in the Jerusalem church. Herod died a horrible death accompanied by intense pain. 
He was literally eaten alive. Pride is a serious sin. And in this case, God chose to punish it immediately. God does not immediately punish all sin, but he will judge everyone, Hebrews 9.27. Accept Christ's offer of forgiveness today. No one can afford to wait. I love how the commentary here says to pray continuously, pray with faith, and seek God's will in prayer. I think that's something that for me as a believer is crucial because I know that the desires of my heart might be one thing and the things that I see might be understood with a specific lens, but I can go to God and ask Him for His will and His plan and to ask Him to help me pray that. There have been many times that I wanted a situation to change because it was uncomfortable or undesirable for me. But when I sought God's heart, it was different. The outcome of what I was to pray for was different. And it can be like that. And so I encourage all of us to seek the Father's will by reading the Word of God and spending daily time communing with the Father and knowing His heart. And I know that in this day and age, it can be very hard to sit still. It almost feels like a waste of time just to get into prayer. But in prayer, the most powerful transactions occur. And in prayer and intimacy and solitude with the Father is where all of our restoring and peace and safety and security is found. So it might feel a little rebellious sometimes to put the work aside or to put the worries aside even to spend time with God. But do it. That time is never wasted. We serve a supernatural God and what he asks of us is to give the most precious commodity to him every day, our hearts and our time. Thank you guys for being here with me today for our Bible reading and a little bit of a Bible study. I look forward to meeting with you here tomorrow for Acts chapter 13. Be blessed.